live. Sorry, town council, we had some technical issues. Boop, 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 boop. But now we're back. So you were not briefed on the situation. Can, can okay. you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. I can barely hear me. Why? Uh, hello? Well, you got to turn up your mix minus there. Uh, minus hello? the mix and uh, mix the minus. And... Hello? 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 John, I really hello? need you to hello? figure hello? it out. I really need you to hello? figure hello? it out. Hello? Hello? I was going to say that to you. <laughs> oh, they're call Adam back. No, it's not. It's a. This is a John situation. Oh, I, I don't uh, think it is. John? John? It's not. Everything's set the way it should be. That's me. Everything's the way it should be. Here's the girls that went to our beds. Check. Hello. Pretty girls. Hello. Went to our heads. Oh, yeah. Should have seen me at the Apostle mm -hmm. Supper Club Saturday night. Uh, I hear it's closing. Well, the Apostle Supper Club on top of the Radisson in Duluth has closed. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. well. Michael Lunen was playing. Why do we call it the Apostle? What's that? Piano? Rook. Kenny's trying to talk to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Why is it called the Apostle? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know what the background is. It's a, it's a throwback to the 60s Palm Spring era. Uh, now, how's that work in St. Paul? Yeah, how many people there? That Those people are about 110 right now that would remember that. Well, this is... Uh, this is the food any one. good? They were alive uh, during the Civil War. Uh, you you would be a huge fan of Brussels sprouts. I like a Brussels sprout. Oh, yeah. they got to be crunchy, though. They I like food that tastes like dirt. Jesus. I do, too. I, I still can't hear myself. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh I should God. send this to you. Oh, my God. No, tweet it. It looks like there was nobody in there. That's it's why a it's a bad closing. angle. It was busy. Where is it? Across from the X. Towards the cathedral? Jesus. No, right What is happening? I don't like what I'm hearing. That's hurting my ears. Rookie singing in a restaurant. <laughs> Jesus, Matthew. Hey, did you get a taste? You just no. you're just drawn we to micro there. microphones and cameras wherever they are. That's where you'll you'll Can be. It's showtime. Can I in include you on the tweet then? No. I'll shout out to you. Can Actually, you make sure you tag Care Eleven, Fox Nine, KSTP. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Twin Cities Live. Twin Cities Live. And Kenneth Allen. Oh, and, and a couple of national news anchors too. Uh, Joe Rogan. Um, yeah. Yep. Ronaloni's Hardware and Garden how Stores. How many bourbons I, deep were you at that point? I was well behaved until we went over to Truck Park. We, we, the whole family went out. Aren't you a little old for that? And that's not a place you go with your family, is it? Yeah, hey, you yeah, got me tables for five. <laughs> no, no, I went over and did karaoke. We got a high top here. Now my church group is meeting here. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, we don't get and garden. Are we, about uh, well, Jesus. wait, because if are we starting the show with the mic like this? Because. Well, John, I, I don't know what else to tell you because everything's. What What is John's problem? John's problem is he has no uh, microphone sound of his own. I can yeah, hear man. all you guys fine. And we can hear you. And we can hear you just fine. And you haven't ticked around so with what's the, the settings. Problem? 
I have no idea. John, it's got to be a volume issue on your there, end then. There's a setting on that microphone that yes. it's a mix minus for right, right there, right? Yeah, you know about yeah. that. Yeah, I know yeah. all about it. Yeah, right where it always is. All right. May I ask? Well, then it's it's Adam's fault then. No, it's not Adam's. May I ask a well, question? Then it's, no, it's Chris's you, fault. You cannot, it's Reavers's <laughs> fault. John. Yes. You can hear me. Uh huh. And I can hear you. That's true. There's no problem. Well, yeah, there is. Yeah, well, there is a problem. Well, what He's is a professional. the problem? <clears throat> Unlike you wearing $1 headphones that <laughs> some asshole gave you at a garage sale, <laughs> you know, the rest of us are professionals. Yeah. What's his point? God, I miss you guys. Your point being what? <laughs> so I can open my mouth and talk, but I can't hear myself. So I, don't I don't care. Know what, I don't oh. know what I'm saying. Who cares <laughs> if he can't hear himself? If we can hear him, who cares? That's not right, how this business works. You might works. hear a lot of this then, because I can't huh? hear myself, so I'll just talk really loud. Well, that doesn't mean you have to speak louder. You're what? not deaf. Huh? Oh, Are you sure? God. I can't hear myself. Hey, John, <laughs> just only because we have sports talk after this, yes. is it manageable for today, or, or do you need me to... <laughs> Here, you know what? Call let's just get again. let's just get rolling. I'll you get you get rocking, and I'll get Adam, um, on the on the on the horn. Adam twelve. Yep, one yeah, Adam. And you you know what the problem is, right? John um, can't hear himself. I can hear everything else plain as day. I can hear Kenny messing with this thing there. Oh, okay, I'm I'm talking now. It's not possible that I can't hear myself. I hear myself. Oh Jesus! You huh? know. Look at the toy kitty. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm getting a couple of emails. There's town council members that are wondering if they can have John's setting. Oh, isn't that funny? That's very funny. I'm going to start reading the ones I get about you. Oh. (laughs) Look at that. Kenny found a toy that he can handle. I'm being told the apostle is pretentious and regular people don't go there. It's more of Such's crowd. I don't go there, Kenny. I've never been there. Well, the people you hang out with. I, um, the, nobody I know went there except Rook. Mm-hmm. There's no Mountain Chris, Dew drinkers there. Chris, since you took a shot at me, you got those new bumps. You won't forget them, right? Oh, thanks for <laughs> reminding me. Oh, yeah. golly. I'm, and I'll take another shot at you. I'm sure you put them on the page with all the other ones, right? You all know what day this is, and you know, all know who will be wandering around in here. Yes, we have been on hiatus for weeks. He should have my headphones because he talks loud anyway. <laughs> Johnny. Uh, wait. Oh wait. So Rook, oh, all the thirty, Adam. all the I just texted <laughs> all the thirtieth anniversary things are on this one page. Correct? Yep. Okay. They all have intros and Can outros. Can we please mention that at the at the top of the show, Mr. Mayor? You mention it. Well, I'll I just, don't even know what you're talking about. Hello. Young. <clears throat> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. One second, then I'll be ready to go. We're back. You would think we have never bleeping <laughs> done this before. Day one. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> God, I love that. Joe. Oh, Kenny needs ads. Hey, Ken. Oh, I God, made do last me. week, um, but I'm, you're going to have a little bit extra this week just to make up for I can't be That's here Friday. is unacceptable. Oh, that you guys want to take Friday nope, off? I yep, can't be here. Yep, we're, we're off I'm on Friday anyway. Oh, okay, sounds good. So, Kent, from you today, I need a Maple Grove. Hold on, I'm writing on my calendar. No effing GL. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Uh, MGLS. Moon Motorsports. Oh. And a Seafoam, <clears throat> please. Well, I thought you said I was going to be having more. I that's forgot that I... Yeah. More. That's less. Um... But I, we need to make up a schoon over this week. What happened else. in Iowa? Did you get that guy out of jail? Everything's good? Yeah, everything's everything's manageable. Everything's manageable. Did he move into your basement? No. I've, That's what I asked him. He chose me the same thing. So, no, that thankfully hasn't had to happen yet, but we'll see. But uh, the only other thing, Kenny, is that um, we need to make up a schoon over. So I don't know if you want to... Coordinate that with Mike, which is fine. I can help record that, but I just didn't know how you wanted to do it, or if you just wanted to do one on your own, and then we'll do the regular thing with Mike on Thursday. Uh, but I'll let you handle that. What now? We need to make up one schoonover from last week at some point before the end of this month. So, got all that, Joe? Are you ready? I wasn't really paying attention, to be honest. That's okay. <laughs> I understand, Joe. Yes. You ready? Yes. Okay. Um, oops, we got a new thing here. I am rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1108, July 10th, 2023. 106 degrees on this day in 1936, and 49 degrees on this day in two occasions 1945 and 1996. What a swimming summer it's been so far. I hope you've contacted our friends at Aquaside. They've been keeping beaches and swimming areas free of weeds and algae and crud for more than 60 years with a great line of products made at White Bear Lake, right in White Bear Lake. And uh, they're quick. They work quickly. They're easy to use. And they've been registered with all the proper authorities. I almost said appropriate authorities. And all you do is call Aquaside, describe to them what you're looking at and why the kids are cowering in fear standing behind you while you make the phone call. And they'll get you the right products, and that beach will look like uh, brand new again. Call Aquaside at 1-8. Well, beaches aren't really brand new. I got what you're saying. It'll look fresh and... Just like new. Nature-like. Right. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-328. 9350 or go to aquaside.com. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushir. It's a big day in GL. Why? Well, first off, we're all back. I missed yes. you guys. I missed you guys. Um, and today we are launching, thanks to the Rook, 30 years of Garage Logic bits. And uh, we're going to be featuring them, thanks, of course, to North American Banking Company. They are sponsoring the 30th anniversary of GL. So, Rook, what did you select? How did this work? What I did is I went over the past 30 years. Um, and we wanted some of our best bits. So uh, I included a lot of them that were on the uh, Garage Logic CD, but we're not giving out the Garage Logic CD anymore. So this is a way where you can actually listen to these bits. But it's just some of the best bits. Uh, something like uh, Ricey's $2,500 dive 
over the years, that was a staple <laughs> of uh, the leprosy. I mean, the uh, some of the bits we did were just unbelievable. And to celebrate that, that's what um, uh, the sponsor wanted. Uh, North American Banking Company wanted yeah. to just hi- re-highlight some of the uh, the funness. So on each years. podcast, you will be able to hear one of those with, with, uh, with each new episode of the Garage Logic podcast. It's very yeah. cool. It's going to be fun. When do we hear that? Well, you well. I guess yeah, you will because I'll have to play it in in what do you I call see. it? Yeah, and they're they're ones that they're knee slappers, and you're just going to sit back and enjoy them. Uh, I thought maybe to start our reunion, we'd all like a review of culture. Oh sure, sure, yeah, yeah. What our yeah. culture is and what we face as a culture, we all uh, could use a refresher occasionally on defining culture. In America, and who better to do that than the Vice President of the United States, of course, Kamala Harris, who uh, has this to say: uh, This was at a conference, yes, I believe in Atlanta, yes. She's on stage, I think, with some African American women, yes, and she uh, is asked uh, what culture is, or how culture works, or whatever she was asked, and here's her answer. Well, I think culture is. It is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? Mm-hmm. You've used that before. And, and present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. What? And, and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment. That is a reflection of joy because, you know, it comes in the morning. <laughs> we, have, we have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection to how people are experiencing life. And I think about it in that way, too. Don't you wish Archie Bunker was there so he could go... <laughs> <laughs> how did this woman get a law degree? That's a serious question. Sure. Uh, and it doesn't say much about the law doesn't say much about the failed academy that this complete idiot got a law degree and has held what used to be considered important positions, DA and what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just shows you the how far our standards have fallen. I'll say. This woman's a complete fool. And... You know, that's why you got to say a rosary for Biden. Because if Biden kicks, if he goes face first into the potatoes, <laughs> you're stuck with this idiot for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no idea what she was trying to say there. Did you want to hear it again? <laughs> Once more. Maybe to clarify. Yeah, maybe we'll get it. We'll well, it wait, stop, stop, stop. And why the, and I'm going to use the word inappropriate, you don't have to foghorn it, why the inappropriate laughter in the middle of whatever she's babbling about? About the morning, what was she referring what, to? What in God's name goes through this idiot's head? Not does to, she, not to does defend she have her. some sort of morning ritual that uh, we don't want to know about? I don't want to know about it. <laughs> not to defend her in any way, but we all have a verbal crutch. And I think the cackling laughter is yeah. her verbal crutch. Well, her other verbal crutch is moment in time she's used 
Often. Often. Uh, Somebody must have fed her that line, and she thought it was great. Because there was one about the passage of time. Passage of time. And she doesn't make sense at all. She's a complete fool. And here's her discussing culture. Well, I think culture is... It is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? And, and, and present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. And, and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment. That is a reflection of joy because, you know, it comes in the morning. <laughs> Who does? We have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection to how people are experiencing life. And I think about it in that way, too. And, and she also gives you a little the vernacular because mm. she was with some black girls. <clears throat> and you know, that comes took, in the morning. That took place in New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. Well, she's not wrong. I mean, her definition is it's sort of correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Joe disagrees. <laughs> uh, date, July 1st. The forest fires that have raged between here and Robinson Lake have been making persistent headway for the past week, and Wednesday encroached upon the city uh, of Ely. You guys have heard about this. Owing to the high wind, it was feared fire might fly into town, and with this desperate dry weather, the matter of stopping it would be a question. The fires came from the south and west and are today still raging this side of the Anderson mine. Cinders and burning sparks flew into town and people became considerably alarmed. The situation was still further complicated when the fire alarms called out the department and lines of hose were stretched to the outskirts of the city on the south and west to protect this district from flying sparks that might ignite combustible material and start something. The wind blew at the rate of 35 miles an hour, and it looked serious. Men from the mines were sent up, and all possible was done to arrest fire that might creep in. With sundown, the wind also subsided for a time, and people breathed easier. The Birch Lake and White Iron District, wherein reside about 60 families on farms, has suffered untold losses from the first raging fire there. Yesterday, six families in the Birch Lake settlement were burned out in the handsome new schoolhouse and that district destroyed. The families barely escaped with their lives and lost everything, some of them being penniless. The fires in the White Iron District are doing incalculable damage and fears for the farmers there are felt. A large crew from here has gone out today to lend a helping hand and save property if possible. The handsome school of that settlement is also threatened. The situation is fierce and is the worst experience here for many years. In fact, the fires are worse this year than ever before experienced. The immediate surroundings about Ely prevent the forest fire from entering the city only by the air route, but it certainly pays to take no chances. Chiefs Cox and Gleason and Mayor Knudsen, Chaz Trezona and County Commissioner McMahon deserve much praise for the intelligent manner in which they have taken precautions to guard against a conflagration. Wednesday afternoon, Mayor Knudsen ordered all business houses closed and everyone out on the line to do their best. The order was obeyed with perfectly good feelings, showing that the people were aware of their danger. The Forest Service employees also had a most strenuous time with forest fires, a particularly bad one in the Everett Lake County having demanded their attention this week.
Everett Lake Country. Cruisers returning from the country east of here report fires very bad in the Knife Lake and other districts. The county needs rain and it needs it badly. July 1st, 1910. Ely. Uh, what strikes me about that is two are two things. One, how well it's written. It's just really lyrical. It's almost a, a chapter of a novel. Mm-hmm. Really well written. And two, wouldn't you love to know what the cruisers were in 1910? Yes. Cruisers returned from the country east of here. Cruisers returning from the country east of here report fire. I mean, is cruisers referring to people, I wonder, or some sort of mechanized vehicle? Cars and or boats. In 1910, you know, I got to think vehicles were pretty rare in Ely area. Right. In the Boundary Waters area. That was that was before it was crowned the Boundary Waters. So uh, I just, uh, uh, Bernie sent me that, and I thought it was great. And uh, I have a note. Also, uh, along the same lines, from Corey Peters, pilot, Tanker 162. Good afternoon, fireworks commissioner and crew. This was written on the 4th of July last week. I hope you have survived the holiday with all your fingers intact. I knew I was doing well with my fireworks purchase when the fireworks stand attendant gave me a high four. Ba-boom, boom, boom. Mm. I know you have probably moved on from the topic of wildfires, but I wanted to chime in on the subject. As an aerial firefighter, I am a colleague of Tim, the pilot you had on your podcast in March of 2020. We pretty much eat and sleep all things wildfire. Firstly, I want to thank you for giving the sense wins. In the context of history, these fires are really nothing new. Just look at the great fires we have nearly forgotten in U.S. history, such as the Hinckley Fire of 1884, the Great Michigan Fire of 1871, and the Peshtigo Fire of 1871. The Peshtigo Fire alone burned an estimated 1.2 million acres and killed at least 1,152 people. Mm. Wow. Secondly, and interestingly enough, as Canada is having a large fire season this year, the United States is near a record low so far. Attached is a screenshot of all active uncontained wildfires in the U.S. and Canada as of July 1. But hopefully it gives you and the crew a good picture of the current situation. To put my second point into perspective, let me also share some statistics. Every morning at the air tanker base where we load retardant onto our aircraft, we have a briefing with all firefighter personnel currently at the base. One of the reports we monitor is the daily NIFC, National Interagency Fire Center, situation report that covers all fire activity across the U.S. and then breaks it down into specific regions. Near the end of the report is the year-to-date number of fires and total acres burned. So far, as as of July 1st, 2023, we have burned 674,340 acres across the entire U.S. That would be about six Lake Malacs. Just after this statistic, NIFC also lists the 10-year national average of year-to-date acres burned. As of July 1st, our 10-year national year-to-date average is 1,928,479,000. As you can see, a typical year would have burned many more acres than we have so far this year. 
Percentage-wise, we are only at 35% of our 10-year national average year-to-date. Enough math. Time to get back standing by for our next call. Please keep all of us wildland wildland firefighters in your thoughts and prayers. It is appreciated. Corey Peters, pilot, Tanker 162. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is. To have the sense when put into place by someone who's there. Legitimate stats. That's right. Can't be disputed. I saved one story from last week. It being my job to not let up on following the news. What days do you just take <laughs> off? I'm, I'm going to yeah. this. I, right. I have some It's always working. Right. Always have, on the grind. I have no, some he, coming he up. He asked a different sort of question. What days do you completely ignore the news like I did for the last, I don't know, how long were we gone? A month? I have no idea what happened in the last 10 days. It's really hard for me to do that, but I'm going to do it in a few days. Oh, good. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, I we all sa- did. <laughs> I saved the Thursday, July 5th Star Tribune, just uh, last Thursday. The play headline on the front page is Chaos Closes Out July 4th in Minneapolis. And we learned that, once again, criminals were fu- shooting fireworks at people, including the police, mm-hmm. virtually all of whom have been released without even 24 hours in a jail cell. They're, they're out again. That isn't the story I saved. That's oh. not. I thought that would oh. be the story. They're all out already. Trickery. I saved the story below that called Hottest Days Ever. Hmm. (laughs) Tuesday set an unofficial record for the warmest day on Earth. Wednesday may have broken that record. Uh, We don't know that. And I'm not going to uh, irritate the euphorians. I'll be the first to admit that in many parts of the country where they are accustomed to such things, it has really been hot. It's been a hot one. Mm-hmm. Was, we had a f- nice stretch of hot days. It hasn't been hot for a while yet. So I'm not going to deny that. But I guess the uh, the question that's always applicable is, well, what's the temperature supposed to be? Right. In any event, this really got a lot of play, this hottest days ever. It made national news. It was on every newscast at night. It was presented very hysterically to the point where... I really don't think in the United States we'll ever have summer again. I'm being very serious. We'll have climate change. Okay. <laughs> we won't have summer. Summer so is not here. It's they're climate gonna re- change. They're going to rebrand summer. It's called climate change. Now, here's what I noted about this story. That's so clunky, though. It is, but that we don't have summer. And here, and this is by uh, Melinda. I'm sorry, Molina Walling and the always available Seth Borenstein. Oh, of course. Uh, I'll read you just the first paragraph, then I'm going to jump around a bit. But then I'm not going to read you the whole thing because I'm trying not to irritate the Mysterians. Why I don't want to irritate them is beyond me. I was about to ask. Why would you stop now? The planet's temperature spiked on Tuesday to its hottest day in decades and likely centuries. And Wednesday could become the third straight day Earth unofficially marks a record-breaking high. It's the latest in a series of climate change extremes that alarm but don't surprise scientists. Let me jump around here. It provided climate scientists a glimpse of the world condition. 
A record like this is another piece of evidence for the now massively supported proposition. Uh, then we learn this. Uh, we learn that it's heat from a natural El Nino warming of the Pacific that heats up the planet as it changes worldwide weather on top of human-caused climate change from the burning of coal, oil, and gas. Okay. Is it, you know, for all you people who have those signs in your yard, those ridiculous signs that say, we believe in science, and then they list a bunch of other BS right. they believe. <laughs> yep. Uh, for all you people who have those signs in your yard, is that science to say likely could become unofficially, unofficially, massively supported right. glimpse? Is that science? Science is the pursuit of knowledge based on evidence. The evidence must be pre present to confirm the knowledge. Hmm. What are those the words of evidence? No. Those are assumptions. And again, Mysterians, I don't deny that it's been warm. But what I would add is, so what? <laughs> then you turn to the jump and you get many more of the uh, nebulous phrases. I feel like we're living in a tropical country right now, uh, somebody said. Okay, sometimes it feels like that way. It's been kind of brutally hot for the past week. <laughs> And it looks like potentially for two weeks, according to Alan Harris, director, director of emergency management for Seminole County, Florida. All right. Uh, I, I won't dwell on this, but my point is, uh, is that science? And it's, I'm asking a serious question. Or, again, going back to our vice president, our standards are so low. How low are they? Are, well, they've fallen so low that many things that never would have passed uh, the rigorous judgment 60 years ago or in 1910 when that beautiful piece was written in Ely, we don't have standards anymore. No, this is the new science. Yeah, this is the new science is whatever you feel like you might want it to be. Right. Because those aren't the words of science, or more accurately, those aren't the words of evidence. This is the new science that controls the actions of uh, human beings and tells them where they can go and when and uh, makes the pharmaceutical companies even more wealthier than they are by forcing us to take their vaccines. The highs come after months of truly unreal meteorology. What does that mean? That's not evidence. Off-the-chart record warmth in the North Atlantic, record low sea ice in Antarctica, a rapidly strengthening El Nino. Uh, okay. Wednesday, last Wednesday. Was that last? No, this, this piece was in the Thursday paper, so I don't know what Wednesday they were talking about. Maybe the previous day, July 5th. Wednesday may bring another unofficial record. May and unofficial right. are not science not words. Science <clears throat> nope. I hope you realize, according to today's propaganda page, that it's the likes of you and me and us that are forcing meteorologists across the country 
to quit their jobs and go home and hide under the bed like little wussies. Oh, my God. I saw that. Some <laughs> guy in Iowa started crying about it. <laughs> he had to quit his job had and to quit his go job. home They're to being mommy. mean to me. <laughs> mommy. Did you guys get a lot of grilling in last week? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Not as much as I would have liked. With yes. Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats. Grunhofer's mm. the best. You had the rookie bur- I know you did rookie burgers. I did. We did rookie burgers. We did beer brats. We did regular brats. And we did wild rice. Oh. And you know what? Oh. It was just, uh, and it was for, for the second day. Did it feel like you're in a tropical land? Yes, it felt tropical. Because it was so hot. It was fantastic. And I they were fighting for the rookie burgers. I don't blame them. That's, they're available at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Along Never with to the- be done well. They're never to be well done. I'm going medium well. This is such a good cut of, of, of meat. Well, there's stuff in there that ain't hamburger. There's steak Short stuff. Short rib. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's I a, mean, this is, it, this this is my is, mix. And at Grunhofer's, it's all Minnesota beef grown by Minnesota farmers. The brats, the burgers, pork shoulders. I saw a guy had a pork shoulder the yep. other day. That, have you ever had a pork shoulder? Yes. You can get them at Grunhofer's. Yeah, hell yeah. They're unbelievable. And they you... fall off the bone and then fall off your fork. Slow cook them, baby. Mm. Slow cook them. There's two locations. as Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, the original site, in Hugo. Actually, just north of Hugo on Highway 61. You'll see the big GL sign out front. And Grunhofer's in Forest Lake. If you're headed up north and you're taking 35E, pack a cooler, get off uh, the freeway at Highway 97, go east about a couple hundred yards, there's Grunhofer's, fill the cooler, and then get up to the cabin. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Hey, Johnny. Yes. Uh, Adam just sent me a... I, I can hear now. Okay. He said I the issue. I wonder what happened. I fixed it. What was the problem? <laughs> the thing wasn't set correctly on my microphone. Oh. What Kenny said, actually. Well, Kenny was oh, the oh, engineer. Weird. Kenny was weird. the engineer on this one. Good job, Kenny. Kenny, I'm proud of you. Well, Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, it's yeah. fun, isn't it? That's yeah, a good what are you time. Do? You I know, mean, come on, I'm really? Telling you, I really? Mean, yeah, telling you. we're all right, aren't we? Shucks. Wow, golly gee, what's wrong with you guys? Uh, do you know Kenny alluded to it? I don't know if you were intentionally alluding to it, but talking about controlling lives, I absolutely predict. Uh, they will use this kind of non-science to enforce uh, no driving days. Danger. Where you'll have to just stay at home. Uh, I don't want to talk about it because these idiots, had, I don't want to give right. any ideas. But Well, it, it's already out there, what you're saying. Yeah. It's already ideas and things like that are already making the rounds. You know, the so-called 15-minute city theory. Uh, Bleep that word. <clears throat> but I'll save this for the air anytime. Yeah, I just need a minute here. Sorry. Um. All right, Ken, are you ready? Not really, but um, okay. Well, just I need give a, me a second. Yeah, I got to pull up a, D- a Dylan bump for my email that I'm not going to put on a page. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Where did I put it, actually? 
those five bumps on a page with all the other bumps and see everything be. Oh, one, I got a hotel and folder in here I forgot about. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard any of these. I hope they're good. <laughs> well, it's with Dylan. I just rip and read. I don't. I know they're going to be good. Oh, he sent them on the fourth of July. Sweet. Yeah. There we go, right there. Hello? Ding. Just so you guys know, I've had to go pee since I basically got here today. <laughs> Pardon? No. no. I'm, just, I'm playing hurt, Joe. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm not kidding. My back finally started to feel better on Friday. Well, you had to move stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, we're waiting. I'm just waiting. All right. I'm, I'm ready, Chris. Check, right. check. One, two, one, two. Check, check, check. One, two. Rolling. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. This Joe Souchere. Dylan Hype. That's a, a trumpet. Kenny. Just a minute, Kenny. Dylan's been listening to a lot of ska lately, can you Is tell? Is he going reggae <laughs> Oh, he's always been a reggae kid. The ska thing now is. Nothing wrong with this. This is nice. <laughs> That's so weird. I'm shaking my grass skirt. Like that hula girl on the yeah. dashboard. I didn't know he played the trumpet in all seriousness. He doesn't, Chris. He does it. Jesus God almighty. Hi, how are you? Welcome back. I didn't know either. <laughs> Neither did he. Right. <laughs> I didn't know I could drive a bus. <laughs> I didn't know I could dance like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Charlene writes, Dearest Kenneth. Hi, Charlene. Thank you so much for putting up with your Hooplehead co-workers and continuing to work at Garage Logic despite the heavy toll it takes on your patience and sanity. <laughs> Anyway, he wrote it himself. <laughs> I got, I just got back from uh, the Dakotas, both north, still Charlene? both north and south, and my car was full of bugs. After going to a few stores, I finally found Bugs Be Gone by Seafoam. It was worth looking for. I sprayed it on my car and windshield, went to get the bucket of warm, soapy water to wash my car, and with no effort at all, the bugs came off. When I was done washing my car... I got my bike out from EcoFun and sprayed that to get the bugs off. So Charlene knows what's up. Bugs Be Gone makes removing bugs from your windshield and bumpers very easy. When you get to the service station, spray it on the windshield before you fire up the pump. And then by the time the pump is pumping, you'll be able to wash them off with ease with that squeegee dealy thing. It's really easy. It's just another fine, wonderful product from our friends at Seafoam. May I riff for a moment? Do it. You got a guitar? No, I meant riff verbally. Oh. Is there a mental illness afoot huh. affecting the human condition? Yeah. Uh, for example. Yeah, give me an example. For example, you read this Hottest Days Ever story. Do people, do people have any interest in history or context? No. Or do people only want now, no. today? Right. Yep. Make me comfortable today. I want Instantly. to be comfortable right now. Yes. Okay. It, it seems to me that it's it's kind of a mental lapse to fall for this stuff. 
what is it that people want? First of all, you're all being misled because this hysteria has nothing to do with the environment. Nothing. It ultimately has to do with, I guess, how we're all going to have to behave. Hmm. And I don't know what... I've often said, do people have a little golden book idea of what, remember in Christmas, it should be just gentle white flakes and beautiful mm-hmm. lights outside across. Right. What are you doing? Is, is there a break already? No, no, no. I was just cracking my knuckles. Oh. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Jeez, oh, now I'm all discombobulated. The picture perfect scenario of well, What do you notes. want for summer? You know, everybody's got the hot dish and the checkered blanket on the park grass, and it's 72.4 degrees, and the humidity is just oh, right. And nice. and then it's going to rain the next day because we need a little. What it, What is it you think? What is it you want? What is it? What makes you so desperate? To cling to this BS. Oh, the, the coddled are now in power, and they're grown adults. That's not a bad point. That's yes, it. you in the back. And then also your theory on they want to be marginalized. Because if it's perfect, they don't have a cause anymore. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's true of your trans people. But I'm saying this is there's some of that with this as well. But that, you're, you're painting a whole, you're painting 300, you're painting 200 million people. I don't think 200 million people want to be marginalized. I think there's GLers everywhere that are saying what we're saying, but we feel like we're in the minority because what we say makes a great deal of sense, and nobody seems interested in history, perspective, context, sense, Hmm. rationality. Well, they're unwilling to deal with the hardships and um, the everyday fiasco that is life. I see these... People uh, every morning on the traffic cams, they get a flat tire and they sit there and they wait for the MnDOT first unit highway helper to come along and change their tire for them. Yeah. They, they don't know how to they don't know how to change a tire. They forget to put the hose back in the in the, the, the pump when they're done pumping gas. This is the coddled crowd. They're now in control and they're full grown adults yep. and they want their diapers changed on a daily basis like they had when they were kids. Here's the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association. Numerous corporate media outlets drove the narrative that July 3, 4, and 5 was the hottest 72-hour stretch ever on record. By the way, the records have only been known since, ready, 1979. Wow. Wow. Citing a data tool from the University of Maine, that's in the story, I just didn't read you the whole story. Citing a data tool from the University of Maine, which the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has warned is not as dependable as traditional observational data. The New York Times, Fortune, Axios, and CBS each cited the University of Maine's climate reanalyzer. It's like a prop you'd make for the TV show. Hmm. A climate reanalyzer and various Thursday reports asserting that this week's global temperatures broke the previous record for the hottest three-day stretch. The coverage came as NOAA said Thursday that the reanalyzer's data is not a suitable substitute for observational data since the reanalyzer depends on part, in part, on unverifiable outputs according to the AP. And I would ask again, is that science? Hmm. The answer is? No. No, it's no. not. 
Axios Thursday's headline asserted that Earth sees three hottest days on record, while the Times wrote in its Thursday story that the past three days were quite likely, is quite likely science? It's not. Mm -hmm. Quite likely the hottest in Earth's modern history. CBS News ran a Chiron. I don't know what that means. Chiron. What is it? It's the uh, thing you see scrolling on the bottom of the screen. Oh, okay. Ran a Chiron on a Thursday television segment which read, Earth sees third straight hottest day on record. While the first half of Fortune's Thursday headline stated, Earth hits record heat third day in a row. Although NOAA cannot validate the methodology or conclusion of the University of Maine analysis, we do recognize we're in a warm period Due to climate change, NOAA said, according to the AP. Well, mm. well, that's corrupt. That's lying. If the records only go back, let me ask you a question about the 1979 thing. Is that really the beginning of the records, or is that just what they're referencing? They decided not to go before 79. Well, I think they found the three hottest days on record since 1979. Well, they don't count them. Then everything they're telling us is a lie. Let me see if I can find it to clear it up for you. Uh, let me read the... Uh, <clears throat> because uh, then they should finish everything, every single sentence with, since 1979. Yeah. In, uh, 19- well, what about the 30s? Pretty horrible in the 30s. Yeah, yeah the dust, record dust, today was 136 in 1931. They had a, quite a stretch there. Uh, where is the 136 degrees? With many places seeing temperatures near 100 degrees Fahrenheit, the new average temperatures might not seem very hot. But Tuesday's global high was nearly 1.8 degrees higher than the 1979 to 2000 average. Well, well, you're wasting ink and time. Next story. What the hell are you talking about? Not you. I'm referring to the idiots writing this piece. Well, back to the NOAA. The... The reanalyzer. I'm seeing something at the state fair. Reanalyzer. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, you get your personality yeah, right. Ready. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little card. Little yep. card comes out. <laughs> Bro, give me, give me the analyzer. Okay, I'm coming. You're the machine. Yep. I'm going to come up to you. You're the machine. Got to oh, stand a, on it. There's a reanalyzer machine. Who's got a dollar? Okay, <laughs> thank you. Give me a dollar. I slide the dollar into the machine. There, I inserted the dollar. <laughs> His best impersonation so far. (laughs) (laughs) Spits out your card. Spits out your card. That's a read. You know what it said? (laughs) Today, hottest day ever Mm -hmm. since 1979. Tomorrow ain't looking any better. The reanalyzer uses observational data from the National Centers for Environmental Prediction, the NCEP, according to the reanalyzer's website. The reanalyzer shows that this week was the hottest week it has ever recorded. The reanalyzer's been around for about 12 days. NCEP is part of the National Weather Service, which is part of the NOAA, according to the National Weather Service's website, because our government's too bleeping big. The situation we are witnessing now is the demonstration that climate change is out of control. United Nations Secretary Antonio Guterres said of the heat, 
according to The Guardian in the UK. If we persist in delaying key measures... Tell this... I'd like to I mean. meet this guy in person. <laughs> if we persist in delaying key measures that are needed, I think we are moving into a catastrophic situation as the last two records in temperature demonstrates. <laughs> NOAA, the New York Times, Fortune, Axios, and CBS News did not respond for comment. He's sweating like a prostitute Antonio, in church. Antonio Guerrez, he has no job unless he's preaching this. Correct. BS. And he understands that. And the always available Seth Borenstein. The always hysterical Seth Borenstein. <laughs> uh, I have reaffirmed my commitment to get Precision Garage Door to my house before winter. I'm going to do a complete. I thought you were doing that last week. No, it's good for the summer, but before winter, because I, I don't want to go out there and have to push that door open by hand. Hell no! Nah. My new garage door guy is the whole family, the whole company. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. They don't even charge more on weekends, and they're always available for everything you need, including a new garage door if you're trying to spruce up the place. Rollers, springs, the openers, they got it all figured out. They're good people, and they're GLers. They're available uh, 24-7. They don't charge extra for weekends, and when they visit you, they get it done right, and they do it the first time. You're busy. They're busy. They don't want to have to return. They're going to fix it promptly and correctly. I've met these people. They're GLers, and when you have them at your place, Tell them you appreciate a good GL family-owned business. They fix garage doors correctly. Correctly. Get help online immediately at PrecisionDoorMN.com. You're done. Um, so, gentlemen, I'm going to play this GL 30th. Do you have them in any particular order, Rook? No. Okay. Um, so I'm going to play this because it's got to appear on the podcast. I'm just going to kill everybody's mic for, it looks like four minutes. So hang tight. From high atop the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, we're celebrating 30 years of garage logic. Thanks in part to North American Banking Company. Joe. How careful do we have to be? <laughs> We're okay, buddy. He hasn't figured it out yet? We're okay. <laughs> Did you go rheostat? Here's, here, here's what happened. Oh, in order. I see. Yeah, don't, let's that, not do those today. Do those near Christmas. Well, well, well hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'll play a different one. Top the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. We're celebrating 30 years of garage logic. Thanks in part to North American Banking Company. Is he on the line? Uh, just leave the bottle. Leave the top. Drop in the bottle. Drop the bottle. So, do you like basketballs? I got some basketballs for sale. What now? Hello? Hello? Rook. <laughs> Try to sell some old baseballs <laughs> from Little League, like 
Rookies can play with this ball here. I was, I was the rookie. Uh, I didn't play, but I was a coach. Yep. And I was a damn good coach. Yep. Uh, well, how? Oh, how... <laughs> well, Let me get that one. Out. That's a lost spell a little bit. It's like... <laughs> Hey, cheers again. Hey, cheers. hey. You ever see Trading Places with the guy? <laughs> Talk about that. That is busting a lot now. Anytime. You can, you can, you're just, you're just, oh. you can figure, you can mention that now, huh? Yeah. I will call you every day. <laughs> yeah, you watch the show. You see the show yet? Yeah. You see the show, I've ever seen the show. Uh, how long is the... One hour. <laughs> One hour. <laughs> Took me an hour to get How long? One hour. How long? How long is the garage sale going to last? <laughs> oh, we got Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> We're going to be here. Starting September 7th. Hey. It's going to keep going. So, what you know what this does? Huh? This brings nooning to everything must go. Everything must go. <laughs> I, I believe uh, I got a text from you, uh, Rook, that reads. We want to sell everything. Hey, those are half off over there. Hey, hey, uh, rookie used to seed his grass with that. That's uh, you five dollars, <laughs> five bucks, four, four. Well, he's negotiating. I think I'm going to get down there. I bet I can get some deals, huh? I think you can. I got a bunch of douchey crap. I got to get rid of. <laughs> How many copies of Waterline did you put up for sale? Oh my god! Nobody will buy that crap. <laughs> The real rookie's coming out now, is he? Oh, my God. Hey, Gabe, oh. Gabe go get you another beer. <laughs> get the good one. None of that light crap. Hey, don't sass. Don't sass. Oh, my word. Oh. What did you want to know? So now he turns it on. What did you want to know? What did I? Uh, you were wondering about Sportscaster Idol. What happened with that? Well, I think we lost your tape. Uh... That hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, that's at the fair. Oh, it is? So, do we still got a chance? Can we reapply? <laughs> is there a loophole? Oh, God. I have a loophole. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't write this anywhere. note to myself fast enough. Uh, we, got a, we got a loophole. Yeah. You, I can come in Saturdays at 7. Yeah. So what you're or saying, it, Rook, is, or is it Sunday? when you uh, when, when you heard the scramble fire at 103, you you took advantage. Yeah. Thanks, Gabe. Good. Thanks. Yeah. Keep another one on ice. Oh. <laughs> that was coffee. I'm an airline pilot. Now that's Foster Brooks. <laughs> I, I got to stop now. I'm 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 having trouble. Oh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I, I'll I'll check with you what later you to see. What are you doing on the eighth? What? What are you doing on the eighth? <laughs> I don't know. It's a whole the... new day then, isn't it? You want to go to the beach? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in touch. Uh, huh? I <laughs> I said I'll be in touch. I thought you said don't fall on the couch. <laughs> You've just okay. invented. You've just invented a character that's going to live on in the podcast world. My timing is off. <laughs> no, it's not. It's perfect. It's perfect. 
10 years ago. That's right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh-huh. 30 Years of Garage Logic is brought to you by North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. To learn more, go to nabankco.com. Join us all summer long as we look back at 30 years of GL memories. Son of a Tell me to move God, over. Can I, I got Sam the snowblower. You got to get the cow, man. I did I did that this week. We on? Uh, no. Well, we're on the council, but not on the show. I did that this week. The move over. What segment was that again? My, Mike and the... Some British guy Mike that had cow. cow disease. Yeah, mad cow. Because then Rookie did the accent. Yes. <laughs> can you hold, please? Well, that's got to be on. Is that on there? Can you hold, please? Yeah. Chilean miner is... Uh, is leprosy? Yes. The Turks. Can you the crawling Turks? Yeah. Chimp cartoon bubble. Oh, that's, that's why. That's really one of my. Me too. Like, when he's you know working on it and can't get it done fast. What's he take home? Hey, he takes home the 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 lunch pail. The paper. The, pa- oh, the paper. Goes <laughs> <laughs> and sits down. All right, Ken, oh you ready? God. Here we go. Yep. And then Johnny, when you get to your halfway point, will you throw? Oh yeah, to me, break. Please? Sure. Yes, please. Okay. All right. A 1969 Eldorado convertible um, nice Cadillac. Piece. Nice piece. In almost perfect shape, sold over the weekend for $5,000. That's really wow. all, something wrong there. All it needed was a new top, one owner family. Oh, that's the way to get them. South Minneapolis. Really? Huh. Had no access to cash over the weekend. And you didn't bother calling me. It, well, I don't want to. Because you would have stole it from him. I'm not that kind of. Oh, that kind of guy, are you? Oh, you would have bought it, is what you're saying? Yeah. See that? You know, no, uh, I would have sold it to you for seven I grand. Would want this for my own? Uh, but it was it Price was that just went up. Right. you know that gold that they used. Yeah. It was it was gold with yeah. a black uh, black top. All it needed was a top. There were a few holes in it. Interior oh. beautiful. Paint beautiful. They had the big, big, huge. What was it? A big block four something. If, yeah, boy. Four, if I still I had my eighty-two Olds Omega, they could take my uh, five top and grand, five grand, Joe. Well, five then there grand. was something wrong with the people who were <clears throat> mentally retarded. I did think about calling you and asking yeah. to see if you had five grand laying around, and I'd pay you back on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> He's Let's like Randy. Here. He's like Randy Moss. He poops ten grand. Let's go here. <laughs> he did something else with it. What's ten grand to me? Yeah. Ten right, grand. Wait, wait, Rook. You just swore. I did can't, I? I can't include okay. it on the. Sorry. Show. Should I say the F word? <laughs> All right. Now I'm rolling. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Sucheret. Big Independence Day sale going with Liberty Safes from Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Keep your valuables secure and safe from calamity. And at the same time, celebrate with savings on the most popular Liberty Safes at MGLS. This explosive deal, get it? Explosive deal, uh, means we now save, uh, we save now and then enjoy peace of mind forevermore. 
the Liberty Safe made right here in the United States of America, fully transferable lifetime warranties, and they offer the best fire protection in the business. And thanks to Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, professional delivery and installation, always available. All you have to do is ask. Give him a call if you have any questions. He's got a phone, 763-494-9075. The showroom, that's what I do. Stop into the showroom. 6901 East Fish Lake Road, Maple Grove, open Monday to, uh, through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And of course, 24 hours a day. You can look this up at three in the morning. MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. Yes. I, I must, Kenny just reminded me of something. I must offer an apology to the GL crew and the GL audience. Yes. I put shows together for our best ofs for last week and I completely forgot to include Paul's Prothesis Palace. What the oh. hell is the problem with me? Yeah. Well, where do we I can start? tell you, but you I've, don't want to hear it. I've got a list going. Um, do you want me to I'm mail so it to you? I'm so mad at myself. How could I forget that? I can bet? tell you. I'll explain it to you off the air. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, here is John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, firefighters responded to a blaze over the weekend at an apartment building in St. Paul. That fire left 17 units condemned and 30 people displaced. Firefighters said in a news release they went to the 1300 block of St. Paul Avenue around 420 in the afternoon Saturday after they got reports of a grass fire that spread to a nearby apartment building. When the crews got there, they saw flames had engulfed trees that were up against the apartment building as well as wow. attic space above the apartments. They evacuated the building. Fire crews extinguished the flames without any injuries. The St. Paul Fire Department said all crews were at the scene for more than five hours and that 20-mile-an-hour winds combined with dry weather conditions contributed to the fire spreading so quickly. And climate change. Fire investigators report they found firework debris near the origin of the fire and that residents reported hearing fireworks just before they saw flames in the grass. Police and firefighters say they are still investigating the cause. Overall structural and content damage estimated at more than $2 million. Wait a minute. So I thought fireworks were illegal in Minnesota. They are. (laughs) And somebody still used them anyway? I heard more in my neighborhood huh. than I've heard in all previous years. Really? And good ones, too. I mean, big timers. Uh, I, we had a lot of people in South St. Paul that spent a lot of Not money. Not the stuff for Menards. No, I they, mean, they was, went to Wisconsin. They yeah, did yeah. the, uh, remember the old sneak attack when you'd take one of your uh, oh, yeah. kids you used to have? Yeah. That to me is what's so crying. (laughs) That was so troubling about some of the video that surfaced of all these kids that were basically let go from, you know, the one guy had what was looked like an automatic rifle style firework dispenser. Fired him at the cops. Uh, Directly at the squad car. Like a Roman candle thing. Is that what it is, Kenny? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Roman candle wars. Well, We've wait. all done those, haven't we? I would hope so. Not with the cops. <laughs> no, not with the police. No. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Other uh, weekend news. A man who was charged after police found a dismembered body in a suburban Minneapolis storage unit has now been linked to another woman who was found dead after going missing two years ago. Joseph Jorgensen hasn't yet been charged in Fanta Jevong's death, but the 40-year-old was charged last week with second-degree murder in the other death, the death of Manny Starr, 33 years old. Jevong's body was found Thursday in a Coon Rapids storage unit, while Starr's body was found last month in a storage unit in Woodbury. 
St. Paul Police Sergeant Mike Ernster said Jorgensen is a person of interest in the second death after investigators connected him to the Coon Rapids storage unit. Police are now trying to determine if Jorgensen could be linked to any other missing people. Ernster calling it nothing short of horrific. The Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension had received a tip in May that Jia Vong had been in an abusive relationship with Jorgensen before she disappeared in July of 2021. Police Chief Axel Henry said at a Friday news conference that cases like this are extremely rare, but they're reminders to all of us that monsters can be real. This was a bad guy. I think so. Yeah. Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara issuing a statement yesterday in response to emails that show the police department and city officials knew about an officer's use of force incident before the department hired him. O'Hara's statement said he knew about the incident, but he didn't know about the existence of a video. A Star Tribune story had cited internal emails obtained by the paper showing that the officer, Tyler Timberlake, had informed the city of the incident during his background check in September 2022, seven months before a news article drew attention to the hire. The city official hired Timberlake in January, uh, officially, excuse me, hired Timberlake in, in January. In April, the Minnesota reformer reported he had faced a federal lawsuit and criminal charges after subduing a man with a stun gun. Body camera footage, which appeared in national news stories, showed Timberlake, other officers, and paramedics responding in 2020 to a report of a man in Mount Vernon, Virginia neighborhood who said he needed oxygen. The recording showed the man, Lamont Gladney, pacing in circles and responding confusedly to questions from police. Although others try to coax Gladney into an ambulance, Timberlake pulls his taser, shoots the man with a stun gun, sending him to the ground, writhing in pain. Fairfax County Police Chief at the time lambasted uh, Timberlake's conduct, saying the footage erodes the public's trust of police officers. He was acquitted on three misdemeanor counts of assault and battery. Last year, that county in Virginia settled a lawsuit with Gladney for $150,000. On April 20th, responding to news reports, the chief here said Timberlake would not be deployed as an officer pending an investigation. He told reporters at the time, he was extremely concerned to have just learned that a recruit had been involved in a high-profile use of force incident. Well, what's the controversy? Did I, you I, see the video? Yeah. yeah, I did. So is the controversy the cops hired this guy knowing full well what he had done in Virginia? Right. Or they hired him not knowing what he had done in Virginia? No, um, the officer that was hired told them about this. So he got hired, but whoever's in charge didn't see the video till recently, till right. it was pointed out well, to Well, O'Hara would be the one in charge. But didn't O'Hara right. also claim that he was not aware at the time? But he originally did. Uh, I think yeah. he backtracked yeah. on and then that. He, so he kind yeah. of lied about it as well. I found right? it a confusing story to try to discern. Mm. Discern, yes. A couple of weekend incidents involving aircraft here in the northern suburbs. Officers and firefighters in Lino Lakes responding to a lightweight experimental aircraft that landed in a large holding pond about 8 o'clock Saturday night. A news release from the Lino Lakes Public Safety Department said the pilot was the lone occupant and luckily was not injured. There was no damage to property reported and police say the investigation is continuing. You, sir, in the back, yes? Well, how big is the holding <laughs> pond that a plane can land on it? No, how big 
are the balls on the guy that goes up right. in the air. He lands in a holding pond. They're the but size of a garbage can lid. Experimental aircraft. I don't like I don't like that word. That that's not a good phrase. Not not with aircraft. You don't want experimental. No Have you ever like built a go-kart or maybe a yeah. put together a motorcycle or a sled and the first ride is always kind of like, yeah, that's experimental. <laughs> yeah, you take it easy. But you're on the ground. You're on the ground. <laughs> And a plane, a different plane, made an emergency landing on 125th Avenue Northeast in Blaine well, on Saturday afternoon. Knock it off. Afternoon. There's too damn many planes landing on streets. Uh, this one was a little bigger. Even though it was a small aircraft, a Cessna 172, uh, police had received reports it was experiencing low oil pressure approaching the Anoka County Blaine Airport about 2 in the afternoon Saturday. The pilot declared an emergency was able to safely land the plane okay, on 100. wait a second. Yes, sir. So he- he, he had low oil pressure, so in order to save his engine, he yeah, put her down exactly. on a highway. I was going to say, what an say, SOP! If he was if he if he was worried about low oil pressure, he has never driven a British car. <laughs> right? Come on, man! You can go ten miles on a ten pounds back. of pressure. Don't worry You'll about make it. it. Forget Don't what the gauge says. Just yeah. add a little when you get on the ground. What the hell? The pilot told police he left Cambridge Airport about one forty-five and was on the way to Flying Cloud Airport when the plane started experiencing the low oil pressure. He was diverted to the Anoka Blaine Airport, but the pilot determined the plane wasn't able to safely make it there. He decided to land on the roadway after looking down and seeing oh, there was no traffic. He's, he's been wanting to do that his whole <laughs> life. <laughs> the pilot told police at the time he has 13 years of experience. Uh, nobody luckily was hurt. The plane, if you saw the video, just a normal landing. The roadway was able to remain open. All the plane was loaded onto a flatbed. So... Truck. They probably have to take the wings off, right? Uh, yeah, I suppose they got her out of there. What would, the... rookie, what would Joe, what would Rookie do if he was flying in his plane and he saw the gauge was showing him, what was it, 10 pounds of pressure or whatever? He would not even know that gauge exists. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if he did, he'd grab a piece of duct tape and yeah. cover the gauge right. up. 10, 11, wherever it should be, I don't know. What's the highest point in the Twin Cities? Serious question. Oh, I believe good. it's Highland Park. Yeah, it's Highland Park. Oh, oh Buck, Buck Hill, maybe? That doesn't, uh, that doesn't count. Too far to drive. Thursday night, we're supposed to get the Northern Lights. Oh, right. That's right. Do you know where Highland, you know where the Highland Water Tower is? Vaguely. Okay, good. That's, that's too light there. That's too light. You've yeah, but light. you're by the golf course, though, so it's, there's not a lot of lights. Golf course here? It's light pollution. Yeah, there, there, there's an 18 and a 9. All right. Yeah, you'd probably be good at the 9. Drive <laughs> up to Forest Lake. You'll be fine. Yeah, I got to get up early the next day, though. Well, what is early? <laughs> Four? Four? What is early? 4.15? You're getting up at 4.30, milk the cows? What do you got? What's early? <laughs> oh, my God. That's early. Kenny, when you, when you see him, when you're in person with him, just slap I had slap to get up him. twice last week at 6.30. <laughs> Matthew, by 7.30, I've already taken one nap. I, oh, I was up at 4.30 and at the airport at 5 o'clock this morning. Yeah, anyway, anyway, uh, Thursday night, if it's clear, we're supposed to, a solar storm yeah. is supposed to result in a uh, display of Aurora Borealis. Uh, even even here in Minnesota, despite hmm. all this climate change, right, right. Hmm. Well, maybe Nobody... they're going to blame the Northern Lights on climate change. This is why we're seeing it more and more. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Nobody won the Powerball jackpot on Saturday, but four Minnesota lottery players won big chunks of money. The lottery says four $50,000 winning Powerball tickets were sold across the state. Uh, to win fifty grand, you have to match four of the first five winning numbers, and then the Powerball. Uh, if you're wondering, those tickets were sold at the Casey's General Store in Litchfield, the Gas Plus off of Rice Street in Little Canada, the Holiday Station along the Comus in Alexandria, and at the Holiday Station off of 11th Street in Moorhead. The next Powerball drawing will take place tonight. The jackpot up to an estimated six hundred fifty million. Does the ticket I have count for tonight, or do you have to buy a new one? When did you buy it? I bought it for this Saturday drawing. Well, no, then you have no, to buy a new one. Then. That's how they get you. That's well, not, how they. I'm not going. What, to. what do those? I don't need gas. What do those four people all have in common for the rest of their lives? Those four winners that they didn't win the lotto. Yep. You know, remember that 2023, I yeah. had four out of five and I got 50 grand, but yeah. that's all I, I don't got to get no more winners. <laughs> kind of turned so into killer. So well, if those are the four, kind of, yeah. I don't even have to look at my ticket. I obviously don't well, have you, any. Well, you, you can won, still go scan won it. Bucks you might have won what two if I yeah. won the whole thing? Well, well, then you'd you be did, a winner. You, you, you got did. a 50 50 Or shot. they declared that that's you, not. I, I so got you, John. You guys listen to my newscast? I, I, I just so nobody, nobody won the Powerball jackpot. That was the headline. That means of the story. it still that could be won the, then. But so you buy yeah. a, a lottery yeah. ticket, but then you don't check the numbers? Oh, I forgot. Don't you? Do you ever go to a gas station? You just have a little machine you stick it under. It tells you if it's a winner. I don't trust those guys because they could put it in there, see it's a winner, and then no. go. No. You got nothing. You're a loser. Hit the, the, the hit the road, pal. You walk out. Well, you? <laughs> you walk out the door. That guy's now a zillionaire. I'm mean, really question one more here? time. No, try no. no. It. Let me answer Kenny first. My quick trip. You walk up to it. Nobody's working there. There's a machine sitting. Yeah, yeah I don't trust it. I don't trust <laughs> it. Get the newspaper. Look What's up the wrong numbers. With you. Anyway, look up the know. numbers. Is it possible that my ticket would have won Saturday? Not the big one, but you could have won. Joe, what if you had won 20 bucks? Nobody won the Powerball. That was my lead. Right, John. Nobody won. But that might just mean nobody looked at the winning ticket yet. No, they they run a scan. They run a scan. They will say there's two winners. Have you been hit in the head recently? Three weeks ago today, I was speaking in tongues on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much all right yeah. now. And my buddy, my buddy uh, Chris Birdsong over at the airport, TSA guy, big fan of the show. Oh, sure, Chris. Yeah, uh, yeah. is a doing, stroke Chris? survivor. Yeah. He had a big one. Yeah, he said, uh, "You sounded exactly like he did." Yeah, but I've had every test known to man, and I'm fine. And he said, "You are smart. You as had hell one. to go do all those tests. Yeah. You had one. Oh, he didn't have any choice. I did we, not have we, a stroke. We, we yeah. called. Uh, we called the bride." Wow. And, why don't we uh, take a short break? One hundred seventy million four hundred fifty thousand. Here's the check you're presented with. Here's or, the deal, maybe Joe. Not Chris, sorry. You you might have won twenty dollars, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then you, you take that twenty dollars, and what do you do? You right. roll it over, right? Yeah, I don't. You I don't reinvest. Know I, I don't know if I won. I know you didn't. We, okay. No, just take that was the Are you having a, you're we'll having get, a stroke I, right fine. now, aren't you? I'm fine. You don't we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll break down the Mega Millions, which is the next drawing. Chris, uh, I think now. I might have to go to the reanalyzer again. <laughs> to reanalyze. It actually looks like you've been there once or twice. You know, speaking <laughs> of money, my new bank, North American Banking Company, I'll be. they are the proud supporters of Garage Logic's 30th anniversary, and they have officially become my bank. And you can go in any one of their six Twin Cities locations Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their brand new location over there in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options. 
as the other banks, but with the service of a community bank. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means, Joe, loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They are not sent out of state. This helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. North American Banking Company deals with numbers every day, but you will never be one of them. Their team of experienced bankers are ready to help business owners navigate all of the challenges and obstacles that come with owning a business. And they've been at it since 1998, and they are here for all of you GLers. So So you mean with North American, I might not get the uh, we're sorry, we're having a little trouble getting your paperwork through, Mr. Mikulski. Right, uh, exactly. Might be another week or so, yes. I'm going to do that. Uh, so go online, nabankco.com, nabankco.com. That's their website. And stop in any one of their six locations and make sure you mention Garage Logic. North American Banking Company, member FDIC, is an equal housing lender. We're having another one. <clears throat> I don't know. He was out for a while. He was he was out. And now he's back at work. And he's fine. Yeah. Yep. Full recovery. Is he going to need all that? Uh, uh, he's a good. No, he's a good worker. Nice. He's all right. Hold. Uh boy, put me on the spot. Chris is probably late forties, mid forties, mid forties. Holy cow, that's young, Chris. I should know that. You had one. Uh, not according to the doctor. Well, the doctors are wrong. <laughs> did you get all your results back? Well, already? if I did, it sure was hell was minor. This was going. Now we're basing this on the new science, and we're all experts <laughs> here, and we saw what we saw. It and felt like a stroke. Yeah, that was it a felt stroke. Like so. yeah. We're saying it is. Yeah. Hey, Rook, when John and uh, the hair, Joe, something you got. I'm getting a haircut today. Okay. Or tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe today. I gotta get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, he's starting to look like Larry uh, Fine. Larry Good David. Cut. Larry David. I was no, Larry Fine. Professor Irwin Corey. I was thinking. Rook, when John is done with his news, will you please give me a Minnesota Masonic charity, please? I can't yeah. remember the name of the gal who cut my hair because I liked I liked it. Where'd you go, sport cuts? Uh, somewhere else. Yeah. Larry, how's your day going? What do you plan on doing tonight? Have a nice fourth. I'm going to go home and <laughs> leap my wife <laughs> and have a cocktail. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'll put some cards on my bike, I guess. <laughs> uh, what, how come you needed that? Uh, oh, uh, he asked what which uh, vignette I was using for oh. the 30th, and because it was you, he was going to include Would you have seriously uh, borrowed me, lended me, loaned me, whatever the word is, uh, five grand for that Cadillac? Because I did think about calling you. Uh, probably not. No. Yeah. <laughs> See, so I did do the right thing. If I wanted you to call me so I could go buy it. Yeah, Joe wanted to buy it. <clears throat> it was cool, Joe. I mean, and it was just getting it. Kenny, none of it makes sense because the car's worth considerably more than five grand. So the people that sold it are that stupid. Yeah. Was it Craigslist? No. Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. There's something wrong. Consider yourself lucky. There's something wrong. Um, mm, if you would have seen her pictures, she was a mom, you know, 60s. Her Facebook page was full of kids oh, and grandkids. I don't care about that. What the car look like? Perfect. Yeah, but you'd have to see it. It could have been full of putty. and 113, fellas, and the big man is going to be Roman. Uh, big man. Is John done? No, 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 no he's not. He's not done. Let's go. Rolling. What are we waiting for, Reavers? Sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, after John. Yep. <laughs> Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushi. Oh, yeah. Motorsports has the most exciting showroom in the region, and more of the latest Triumph models still arriving. Drop into Moon in Monticello. Check out the Triumph Street Triple Seven Six Six Moto Two Edition, the Triumph Rocket Three R Chrome Edition. They also have the complete lineup of the latest generation of the Triumph Tiger Adventure motorcycles, including the Tiger Eight Fifty Sport in both graphite and Baja orange. The Triumph lineup is vast and varied. You can see them all at moonmotorsports.com. If you like the dirt, oh, you ATV riders out there, you know what this is, the uh, Polaris Sportsman. Polaris just received a truckload of Polaris Sportsman model. Um, of course, Polaris, they uh, they have maybe the finest lineup of both ATV and side-by-sides. You can check out all their exciting models at the Mon- Monticello location today. We're talking Moon Motorsports here. Just off 94, about 25 minutes west of the Twin Cities, and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Thanks, Kenny. In other news, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky will travel to Vilnius, Lithuania, to meet with uh, meet with NATO's leaders at a summit of the military alliance that his country is trying to join. He'll arrive Wednesday, according to, pe- uh, to people familiar with the matter, <laughs> to gather gathering in Vilnius, less than 600 miles from Moscow, comes at a key moment with Russia's war in Ukraine nearing the 18-month mark. And uh, the president has made his way over there, and this audio was sent to me by loyal listener Kelsey, Mm -hmm. and he was trying to, um, uh, I guess, honor Hmm. uh, some certain individuals. A Chinese person. Yes, and you were speaking, we were talking about Kamala earlier and how we need to keep old Joe alive and kicking, and he had this to say. Included groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and and Joan Shengang, I'm going to pass my, Shanga Koawa. (laughs) That sounded like Such the day he was having his episode. President Biden had a stroke too. And there was a uh, there's video today of uh, <laughs> the president's meeting Prince Charles. Yep. And Prince Charles had to literally uh, grab him by the hand, take his hand, and guide him away from one of the beef eaters he was talking to. <laughs> and uh, it was a very weird scene. <laughs> beef eaters. One of those guards in a red outfit. You know. <laughs> the gin. Yeah. Beef eaters. The gin, yeah. You call them beef eaters. Well, whatever that's, they are. That's fantastic. Yeah. They still make beef eater gin? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were referring to a Forest Lake girl no. for a second. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's crazy. We have a lot of dear, dear listeners in Forest Lake, and you're constantly see, uncharitable. See, that's where you just don't get it. You just don't understand that it comes from a loving place in my heart. Yeah, I see. Tell that to the beef eater. This yeah. guy. Disgrace sports doctor. Disgrace sports doctor Larry Sar, who was convicted of sexually abusing female gymnasts, including Olympic medalists, was stabbed multiple times in prison during an altercation in Florida. Oh. 
Good. Two people familiar with the matters told the Associated Press it happened Sunday at United States Penitentiary Coleman. He's in stable condition today. One of the people said Nassar had been stabbed in the back and the chest. The prison was experiencing staffing shortages. And one of the people said the officers assigned to the unit were working mandated overtime shifts. Nassar serving decades in prison for convictions in state and federal courts. He admitted sexually assaulting athletes when he worked at Michigan State University and at Indianapolis-based USA gymnastics. Meanwhile, a creepy story from out in California. A 14-year-old girl who ran away from her grandma's Spring Valley area home on June 9th was found last week inside the barracks at Marine Corps Base Camp Pendleton. That, according to the San Diego County Sheriff's Department, the teen's disappearance was reported to the Sheriff's Department four days later by her grandmother. The girl who has learning disabilities was found in the barracks June 28th by military police, according to her aunt, Cassandra Perez. Perez claims her niece was sold to a Marine for sex. Spokesperson for the police, Lieutenant David Ladeau, told NBC7 the only involvement their department had was recovering the juvenile because she was listed as missing from their jurisdiction. However, he did confirm that SDSO was supporting the Naval Criminal Investigative Service with an investigation along with the San Diego Human Trafficking Task Force. Facebook parent company Meta broke most downloaded records recently with its new app Threads. It's a direct challenge to Twitter, which has been upended under the leadership of Elon Musk. In the first four days, it was in effect. Threads gained 70 million subscribers, cutting into the number of users on Twitter. Aside from some uh, eighth grade style insults aimed at Meta head Mark Zuckerberg, Twitter CEO Elon Musk also made some legal threats toward Zuckerberg, saying he illegally used former Twitter employees to start threads up and here to break it all down meta joe Suchere. well well yeah, no, no. you get your phone i don't think you can discern you this get no. your phone uh price of stamps went up again yesterday uh, if you didn't hear forever stamps went from 63 to 66 cents still okay i'm still okay Agency said in a statement, the price adjustments are needed to provide the Postal Service with much-needed revenue. That amounts to about a 32% increase over the past four years in forever stamps. However, of course, if you bought some, you may still use them whenever you like. They're good, as the name says, forever. 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 I've got quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Domestic How do I think know? it's uh, a miracle. Aren't all stamps forever stamps? Because I, I think yes. all are now, yes. yes. So I don't have to. Okay. Good. No. Uh, First-class mail is becoming a smaller part of the Postal Service business because of online communications. And domestic postcards will also increase from 48 cents to 51 percent. Uh, 51 cents. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> I, Clem. I think I had a story. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, appointed during the Trump administration, has pursued sweeping changes during his tenure to try and bolster the agency's finances. U.S. Postal Service expects to lose four and a half billion dollars in 2023 you can still buy one for other stamps but you can't buy a pack of stamp i need to ask the reanalyzer a question <clears throat> here's my dollar <laughs> shouldn't the machine make that noise after the question you will what's the question it's yeah. reading the dollar bill <laughs> The question for the reanalyzer is, will this hot summer reanalyzer uh, equal or, or result in an equally cold winter? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> 
And the answer is <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Next time it's going to cost you more money, though. Oh, Can't just be a buck. Can't just be a buck. That's got to become a staple. Staple? Staples. That'll be on the uh, Garage Logic 60th anniversary. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. No. No. That Jesus, no. Please. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I got a preview right now. Hello? You think Jim sounded funny three weeks ago? There's, there's the reanalyzer for the next show, the next ten years. Right. Okay. What? We've all we already oh. sound like those two old guys in the balcony on the Muppets. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine us, oh, John? You want to end your news on a really weird note from Kelsey? Sure. Uh, Statler and Waldorf. He's got a point right. here. He says you can't tell me. That during the last 10 years, when the entire auto industry decided to scrap their entire way of making cars, there wasn't one person in a position of authority who stood up and said, we don't have enough of the raw materials that we need to do this. It should be obvious to everyone by now, this was never about saving the planet. It was nothing more than forcing people out of what they already own to sell them something else. Mm-hmm. They can't allow you to drive a car for 20-plus years. They'd go out of business. They need to constantly sell you something new, and getting the government to mandate that change was necessary. Just think light bulbs, washers, dryers, air conditioners, and now going after gas stoves. Any item they can think of that is owned by as many people as possible, therefore more sales. Vaccinations. An added bonus for them with the car switch is that with fewer moving parts, they can eliminate most of their workers and parts suppliers. Not that the cost savings will ever be passed on to the buyers. It just goes to the bottom line profits, which increases the stock price, which in turn enriches those at the top of the company who have been rewarded with millions of shares of stock for their wonderful leadership. Another good club in which to be a member. Well, here's a bit. That's an interesting point. You mean, check this out. Yeah, break it on down. Here we go. You mean to tell me that he's right. Ten years ago, there wasn't some nerd who stood up at a corporate meeting and said, well, hold up. Wait a minute. Something There's no right. lithium. We, we'd, we'd have to rip the earth apart. To, ah, sit down, Fenwick. Right. We got to do this. Fenwick. Isn't that something? They don't have the stuff to make the batteries. Right. Well, they don't care. Well, I'm not buying an electric car. And when we come back, we'll come back. Good. <laughs> well, do you mean that in general? What do you mean by that? That's Fair what enough. I mean. Fair I'll tell you what. They're going to be okay. Everything's fine. Here's a, an example of some people that came back. In 2006, this is Minnesota Masonic Charities. Several long-standing charities of Minnesota Masonry combined to create one umbrella organization. That's MMC, the Minnesota Masonic Charities, with a mission to promote even greater levels of philanthropy. And if you go to their website, mnmasoniccharities.org, click on scholarships, and you can click on a button that says, here's our 2023 recipients. Out of over 500 applicants, 86 awards were given, including six signature scholarships, 11 legacy scholarships, 20 heritage scholarships, 25 undergraduate scholarships, and eight two-year college scholarships. They have done so much. MMC also provides fraternal scholarships to members of the Masonic fraternity throughout the year. So if you want to see the list 
It's great. See, see some of the winners, but I also want you to find out information for next year. It is no big secret that this wonderful, wonderful outfit does a fantastic job, uh, very charitable, with scholarships, helping the young, helping the old, helping people in need. I want you to visit the website and educate yourself. The funny handshakes, oh, that comes later. Go online to mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org, and let them know that you heard it on Garage Logic. Pat, just tell me. I love you. <laughs> no? Oh, it was free. <laughs> uh, we are done, aren't we? With oh, we got to do this day in history. And when we come back, we'll be back. We're going to come back. We'll, we'll be back. Then we get back. <laughs> Joe, I was going to ask you about something. You know an author named Ross Thomas, Joe? Oh, yeah. Read just, all of them. I just read Briar Patch, which was... Aren't they fun? Oh, it was wonderful. Did yeah. somebody throw you in? <laughs> no. Man. What was it about, John? It's uh, about a guy whose sister was a cop and got killed by somebody, and he had to come back home. He worked as a uh, member of a investigating committee for Congress, and he had to go back home to Oklahoma from Washington, D.C., and uh, investigate it, basically. He's right up there with, you know, Chandler and Hammett. And Does he kick ass? Does he take on gangs of youth um, uh, no, bars? No, like, it's far more subtle than that, far uh, more subtle. I yeah. found him, Joe, because I looked online, because <clears throat> I read all the Ross McDonald, Lou Archer stuff, yeah. and I said, who's like... Ross McDonald, and he was one of the names that came up, so I got one of the books and read it. Briar yeah, they're Patch. great. It was excellent. I'm reading the new Dennis Lehane book. You ever read him? I have it. I know he is, but never read Boy, it. Boy, is it good. Woo! Hmm. Really good. It's called Small Mercies, I think, or something Mercies. Rook, what are you uh, What are you currently reading these days? Um, <laughs> trying to think, what was the last book I read? The Chase. No, it wasn't. No, oh, it was, was that, Child 44. Uh, it was Child 44. But, you're, you know, you're trading on years now. I mean, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> a lot ago. of Russian. A lot of Russian in that book. Yeah. <laughs> the Reanalyzer. Reanalyzer. Yeah. You were doing the, uh, who's the guy from Police Academy? At oh, the, the second the, one. The big black guy? Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard him do the Led Zeppelin song? He was on some talk show. No, but he's fantastic. God, he's awesome. Good. What are you talking about? What is his name? Right? Is that from the Police guy Academy? from Police Academy? Yeah. yeah. Who can do every single sound effect. sound effect known to man. Has he had much of a career outside of Police Academy? Pretty much not. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't, you don't see him Can anywhere. we do the show? Oh, are you ready? <laughs> huh? Uh, you can just take it away to Joe. There are take no it ads. away. When we get back, you can take it back. <laughs> you cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. It's Aunt Margaret. To what good fortune do we owe these new tunes? I have something to say about this. You know how lucky we are to have Dill? Yes. Yeah. I've recently become heavily addicted to 
a ton of podcasts and YouTube programs, and they all face the same thing we face. They have to go to the production music library and pick out generic pieces of crap. We don't have to. And we've got... I think we have the best music. What do we call him? Music director? Musical something. We've got the best in the country. You should pay him more. (laughs) Only. (laughs) I'll pass that along to Dylan. How many new ones ones in this? He sent five new ones on the 4th of July. Boy, That's okay. Dylan hates when we find gigs for him. That's should be his niche. His I, niche. He doesn't want. Oh, me, he doesn't. I've, I don't I've think passed. he wants me to keep taking niches. Are you all you have? All he would have to do is start sending it to these YouTubers. My God, they'd snap it up. I we talked to Dylan about this at the fair. Yeah, what was it, John? We want them. Don't sell them. Well, he does do some for friends on YouTube, guys who I do just, uh, instructional videos or whatever, and he'll make yeah. a little background tune for him or whatever. I just want a guy that once he's super, super successful, like Elvis Presley successful, I want to be able to say... Get a Cadillac. Huh? I knew that kid when he was just a kid. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina, the villages, Florida, from the Traveling Limans. It's this day in history. Man. On oh. this day. Joe, today is July 10th already. 1823. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Major Joseph Delafield and his party arrived at Grand Portage to run the first survey of the international boundary in the region. And on this day in 1930. 710. The great Bobby Jones played at Interlochen Country Club in Edina on the first day of the U.S. Open Championship. At the end of the two-day tournament, I didn't know the U.S. Open was only two days back then. They must have played 36 a day. He won the title for the fourth time Hmm. at Interlochen, which this summer is undergoing a major renovation. The course? Yeah. New grass and all what kinds was, of stuff. How could Interlochen need that? Well, they got to do that every once in a while. Okay. Yeah. Where, where is that? Edina. <clears throat> you had asked earlier the highest point yeah. in the Twin Cities. Uh, Brian checks in, says the highest point in Ramsey County. Other than the high point at the Arden Hills Ammunition Plant, which is off limits, the highest accessible point is the TV radio towers in Shoreview, just northeast of Schoonover, according to Brian. Well, no, it isn't. He, does he mean you'd have to climb I, I the towers? He, I think to he's going sea level or something like that. But there's no way that There's Highland a plaque Park. at the old Hillcrest Golf Club in the middle of the course. I don't remember which hole. Yeah. It's gone now. Yeah. But there was a plaque that said this is the highest point in Ramsey County. Hmm. I live close to the second highest point in Minnesota called uh, Inspiration Peak. Really? I thought it was Butts Island. That's interesting. Um, but it's so steep, I can't walk up it. I'd, I'd I have to take my four wheeler up there. Yeah. Well, thank you, GLers. Great walk. to be back. Yeah. I'm glad we're back. And take care in that historic heat that we're having. Take care. I'll take you to care. I'll take you to Pod MN on your smartphone, and you can care all about whatever you want. Okay. All sorts of different podcasts. Find one, listen to it. It's just that easy. Plus, and listen to their lame music for bumpers on those other <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, right. We got the best <laughs> stuff here. We got Dylan Height, man. Uh, you want to go over to 
YouTube. Subscribe to Garage Logic because there are some great videos that you will enjoy. And then uh, don't forget about the Garage Logic Town Council. Ten bucks a month or a hundred bucks a year, you're going to get access to us during the breaks. It's going to be a great. You can find out what we're talking about off the air. It's kind of fun. Sometimes it's boring, but sometimes it gets a little heated. Too. And thanks once again to North American Banking Company for sponsoring nice the rookie-produced 30th anniversary Garage Logic vignettes. I'm ex- today was awesome. I. Uh, it, was a, it was a sad day for us when you called in, but boy, that was a fun You're going to be getting more of that from North American Banking. What's this? What are you doing What's on this? the 8th? What? Don't give the car away. Oh. <laughs> Lance Nuance. Hey, Johnny, Johnny, Lance Nuance. Johnny yeah, please I got to get in touch with them. Oh, sure. Do it right now. Reached out to me, too. Um... He worked for the airlines, didn't he? Yeah. Who's he talking about? The water tower is between 127 and 134 feet high, but I don't. I want to know how high it is. Just drive out of town. I've got to get up too early on Friday. Oh, God. Gotta get up coordinates. Early. You going to a car show? Yeah, I'm going to Road America for the Triumph races. Oh, fun! Yeah, Elkhart Lake, baby. You lucky SOB. Yeah, our caravan's leaving at 7.30 in the morning. You taking that crap can or are you driving the air-conditioned car? I'm going to take uh, the baby Ferrari, the Fiat. Ugh. Not okay. the orange one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> different one. What, oh. Did, what did Fred Aloni call that the other day, Kenny? Were you in here? He said, does, why does Joe drive a mini school bus? <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> I'm like not a little taking that one. Orange nipple. <laughs> orange nipple. Fix it again, Tony. Mike goes, he's he's Joe bleeping Sushri. Why is he driving an orange Why is he driving bus? a nipple? <laughs> he goes, a I was rolling so sad. nipple. It was so sad. You that made the fun. mistake of the lifetime when you got rid of that little VW. Yep. I can't believe you did that. Yep. I've you done a just, lot of dumb things with cars. Should have just parked it out back. Yep. Uh, you know what's good for cars? Tires. tires. I didn't know tires. how important they were. <laughs> They're crucial. I'm not as bouncy. <laughs> Who's he talking to? Roscoe. Hey, let's go here. I, wow. I know, but Ross needs to show me something. That's no, why they're Ross typing the thing. All right, see you guys. Yeah. Are you guys done here? Yeah. I'm trying to tell them what they're typing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go back. Go back? Yep, you don't want to be here. What? And Margaret in the Cincinnati Kid, John. Cincinnati. No, I'm not playing today. Paul Newman. No, this was in my car. Paul Newman. And that's where you'll do it. High stakes card game? Oh, that's how we need to do it. Yeah, Cincinnati kid. And I still need to do the ad insertion. Yep, you still need to do all the stuff like normal. Okay, but this week and then going forward. Just go to the draft. Gee whiz. Gee But I won't do it today. That's fine. I would run away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would just flee the premises. No. But maybe I'll just find you. Tomorrow, tomorrow, or yeah. I'll just send you another five-paragraph email. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, either way is fine, Ross. <laughs> Can you did you Steve my McQueen? <laughs> what did I say, Paul Newman? Paul Newman? I'm ready, Joe. <clears throat> I'm ready. Kamala oh, Harris defines culture. That are amazing. Hmm. 
And Streets of San Francisco guy. Okay. Malden? Douglas? Well, Carl Malden. Uh, pilot who fights forest fires. He was in that uh, commie movie Places. with Marlon Brando, too, wasn't he? On the waterfront. Canadian yeah. fires yeah, in right. context. Yeah. Oh, Edward G. Robinson, too, huh? I don't think I've ever seen this. I don't think I have either. Looks good. Okay. Believe we me. discover the reanalyzer. <laughs> you want to spell that? You want me to spell that? Yes, please. I'm going to capitalize. They just too. belong together. Now they're making out. R-E-A-N. Yep. Wow. R-E-A-N-A-L-Y-Z-E-R. The no reanalyzer. Dash. There's no dash. No, there's no dash. Yep, I'm ready. Anything else besides Johnny? No, that's it, Johnny. <laughs> wow, this cast <laughs> is amazing, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny and Kenny. He right just there. gave her the tongue, then smacked her ass and walked out of there. Well, she didn't like. I'll be right she, back, Pat. She didn't like that, but then when he closed the door, she smiled. I got observations. You know, the old Hollywood where the women loved when the men forced themselves on them. Oh, How many God. times have we seen that scene in <laughs> yeah. old Hollywood? My, uh, Oops. my niece has gone to work for News Nation as a producer in Chicago. Well, is she going to work? I said, stay away from Chris Como, and she says he's in New York, so we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, News Nation, aren't they the ones that claim to be um, middle of the road? Down the middle, yeah. yeah Down the yeah. middle. And they're, uh, that's the old WGN, basically. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So, God, how come you're stuck they lasted a lot longer than uh, I thought they would. It's, it, I love that they're still uh, knocking it out. Hanging, hanging in there, yeah. She's, uh, she got tired of Care 11 right out of St. Thomas. Nice. And uh, these 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 producers are all saying, "Screw it! I'm going to go to corporate America where I don't have to do anything and make money." To as they're sending out their own messages, you know, yep. on TV and stuff. So, yep. uh, twenty-two year old, twenty-three year old kid or twenty-four, she's now hired down there. That's great. Yeah, we need more people like her that want to do the job. Mm -hmm. How about, Johnny, did you see the uh, L.A. Times and New York Times announcement? Oh, I did. I did. I didn't get to I had it in my news, but we ended my news before I got Jesus, to it. Jesus, it's, it's all over but the shouting. Yeah. I told my wife that the honeymoon is over December 31st. I got a hunch. <laughs> they don't need a fat guy for print anymore. For after, when they're, you can go to The Athletic like everybody else. Oh, fuck The Athletic. Well, we're on the town council, Patrick. Oh, really? Hi, <laughs> Athletic. How are you? Blink The Athletic. Well, now I don't feel... You know what? I just blocked them this morning. <laughs> Too many ads. Yeah, they're cramming the yeah, Athletic they, ads. You know, they started off, they weren't going to have ads, right? Uh, no, I mean on Twitter. They're oh, just clogging oh. up my Twitter with their well, the stupid ads. Times, I don't, I didn't quite get it, Johnny. Is, it, is the Times not going to have a sports section? Well, they're going to have a sports section, but the athletic, athletic people will, will be most the ones. Of the, most of the that's, copies. That's too. not yeah. good. So most of the copy will be coming directly from the athletic. Then. Yes. Yep. So Generated by if, some 25-year-old moron, right? What happens if Richard Patino, uh, I mean, uh, Rick Patino starts winning at St. John's? Uh, I suppose they have a college basketball writer, but... So the Times doesn't have any obligation to cover, cover the local, the the non-major locals, huh? 
You, I, I would think not. Yeah. yeah well, even Probably. the athletic let a bunch of people go what, like a month ago? Yeah. yeah. So, How about the LA Times though? A three o'clock print deadline on uh the day before. So if the Dodgers have a game that night, you <laughs> won't see it in your too, next day's paper. So, too bad. Yep. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. We already have that issue with the, well, maybe it's just the one I get up here. Yeah, it's the one you get there. We actually still have a, you know, the, the deadlines are earlier, but they still they still can go to 1130. So hmm. if it's if they're pushing it, I had, I, I rewrote Friday and had to have it in by 1030. So we made it. Without the speed up rules, we didn't make anything. But now this is, this is wonderful. The twins can, you know, they can be horseshit in a hurry now. That's good. So. Are there any young, up-and-coming columnists? <clears throat> Royce, are there any people doing what you do that are in their 20s that are really good? Uh, I'm sure they're out there. I don't know. Well, you mean here locally, Ken? Yeah. Not big enough to where they're... I, I, well, we're, we got to have more columnists per capita than any sports section in America. Most of them are getting rid of them completely or have one. Oh, really? We got four. Well, I know one you can guess anytime. <laughs> yeah. Well, Usher yeah. his bald head out the door and <laughs> down to Skid Row <laughs> and write about free food and government cheese. <laughs> free food and government cheese. <laughs> are we still on the air? We, we're on the couch. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So draw your own conclusion, members. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else? John, I got you, stuff. I know, but I got a GL still loaded. I got here. stuff. What? Look at this now. This is a new low for you. What? You're writing your show notes on a napkin. <laughs> well, well, I already wrote a this. A towel. I already wrote this finger down. You oh. know why I wrote that down, don't you? No. That okay. was the attendance yesterday. So, no, 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 that ain't it. That's in our absence else. last week... Kenny, you'll love this. I was p putting together some best of stuff for Monday Night Sports Talk, in which it started with, I got because I got an email from Conrad. It was fantastic. He goes, I am so glad you included that. It was the opening segment of uh, the best of Monday Night Sports Talk where you two bitched about the segments on the freaking CD. <laughs> I know what it was on the, the best. CD. It was on the CD where you guys yes. said, "Why is that on there?" You have no idea. You have no idea what it was like trying to put together an an. Every year we had to do an anniversary yeah, show. Sure, and it it was hours and hours and hours of work. And Such hated every second of it. Every year, he just hammered on me for working my ass off on his stupid anniversary show. I was show. telling our girls down there of our great triumphs when somebody would have us be the main publicity when they had us at the Taste of Minnesota at the fair and showed us. Who the hell are these people? This makes this makes the state fair look like Rodeo Drive. Yeah. So they didn't have us back. No. And then uh, and then of course when we told Puke and Snot they were not funny. No. That were yeah. That one we didn't even get back for the second week. Well, you were right about that. They were, yeah. they were awful. They were awful. Well, I'm trying to hear the song. Yeah, right. here. All right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. Quarter to two already. Holy God.